This is No Podcast for Old Men with your host, John Murphy, Sebastian Sansbero, Jess Delgado, and Brian Johnson. This is No Podcast for Old Men. Or is it? Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. Because really, we're doing this for the one-year anniversary of Conflicts by the Glitch. No, we like one-year anniversaries. Where am I? Here. Yeah. And <laughs> so, we let you record for a whole year? Yes. I know. Yes, you have. Well, and as punishment, I'm dragging all you guys over here to talk about a comic. Because really, it's like, well, I contribute to um, No Podcast for Old Men like, for all the comic-related stuff. And because you don't have to be there at the time they're recording. It's like, this time, it's like, I'm actually dragging these guys over here to talk this about a comic. This time, Jason brought the beer yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I got the rum, but like, everyone yeah, wants it. But like, rum, you guys like pineapple? Yeah, but every time we reach for it, you slap my hand and say, "No, not yours, <laughs> no, kitty." Back it down. So, what are we talking about? Well, you see, it's like I wouldn't drag you guys over here if I didn't have something that I thought you guys wouldn't be interested in. So, what I've got is Joker by Brian Azzarello and Ooh. Lee Bermejo, and this is based this. As you, as Tal implies, it is a story about everyone's favorite super Batman villain, the Joker. The Joker. Wait, the wait, 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 wait. We gotta say, we will give a dollar for anyone who can guess which one of us did not read the comic. Hey, I read it. I just forgot it. Yeah. yeah. I will also give you another five dollars. You can guess who lost the comic as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, someone, ten bucks. So you made ten bucks if you guess me. <laughs> Thank you. But I did get another one for him. Okay, but why why this Joker comic? What what what's special about this particular one? Nothing. Because and why are we tying, <laughs> and why are we tying it in with no podcast for old men? Go bored. Well, you see, this this, this comic originally came out with back in October. Sebastian's <laughs> <laughs> always losing bets. It, 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 it's a decent novel. Yeah, because like I, I this originally came out back in October, and so like gives you an idea of how long I've been want, wanting to um have, I have had this in mind to do do this kind of crossover cast. I mean, originally it was supposed to just be like a regular crossover cast as opposed to one year anniversary. Jonesing for the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, this is, this is a graphic novel. It's basically, you look at it, you read it, and you say, this is kind of like DC's ch- tri- chance to appeal to all the people who saw The Dark Knight and wanted, hey, you know what? We, re- we really like this. Is there any more Batman stuff like, like this in The Dark Knight? And so the DC, this is DC's effort to go, hey, you know what? There is. Here you go. In See? a sense, taking over, <laughs> would you say this like, Okay, there's the classic Batman, then there's Frank Miller's Batman, and then there's what? The now, now there's, now there's Chris Nolan's when you say Batman? Frank Miller Batman, you're actually talking about Adam The Dark Knight Returns. I never forget Arkham Asylum. is Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, okay. There, there's like so many incarnations of the Batman, but like there's some that like, stand more Johnson, equal than others. Adam West. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Adam West. Adam, Adam West, yeah. West comes in, that comes. Like yes, it's yes, it's due to. But right again, old chum. With the case of, of Joker, <laughs> that was my line. I was going to say that. Anyway, go on then. Yeah, the case of Joker. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's DC offering up something that's going to appeal to, like, to the mainstream audience who like the Dark Knight right. and want something more. Because God knows that you, any of the comic books that are appearing at the time of a, mo- that a comic related movie comes out don't actually have any reference to the have any relevance to the movie that's coming out at the time. I mean, you say you read all the, any Wolverine comics that are coming out at the time the movie came out, you're going to be um, lost as hell. You read any of the Superman comics came out at the time of um, the Superman Returns came out? Yeah. 
no relation so whatsoever. So this is what we call shameless tie-in. No. Yes. <laughs> well, this is a direct because <laughs> the Joker design is based off of the guy in yeah. the box, based yeah. off of the uh, the, the Dark Knight yes. design. Yes. Yeah, you look at you look at the Joker, you look at the Joker design here, and you tell the they're going for the Heath Ledger type Joker yes. here. Mm-hmm. And even see, the Riddler and the and the Penguin in the film in the in the comic book look like Heath Ledgerized versions of their characters. Yeah. Or, more if you, or if you look Christopher Nolan, versions. Christopher Nolan versions. I mean, they're, they're a lot more street looking, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're a lot more. They're a little uh, barely. They're barely realistic. You know, I remember yeah, with right. caricatures. Yeah. These guys don't appear as caricatures. They're, they're like real life like, psychos. Real yeah. life psychos. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, what if what if this was in our reality and you didn't have you know all these other crazies you know that would dress up like this? Now some of these are actually. Yeah, you know they're plausible. They, they could, they're they plausible. technically they yes. could exist in real life. Like, not the, right. the, the, the which is the Frank Miller esque. They're not like those Dagmo gangsters mm-hmm. from the from the last two movies. Yeah, <laughs> where he those yeah. bright neon colors. The, the, the other thing you got to keep in mind is is the time frame this, this graphic novel was created. Because the thing is, like Lee Bermejo, not a fast worker at all. I mean, like I'm assuming that that they that um that Azarello and Bermejo were shown like the the teaser trailer, the one. With like Joker robbing the bank, mm-hmm. um, beforehand, like, they have to give them some extra stuff as well. But they just they they saw that and then they they're given the task to okay go and create a story about the Joker for for graphic novel. Anything else in here, you guys have free reign to create yourself. That's how and that's how we get these particular <clears throat> incarnations of Two Face, the Riddler, and we're Killer Croc. About the guys from One Hundred Bullets. Yes. Right. Which they already have well, their. Prison. Well, actually, Az- Azarello writes One Hundred Bullets. Lee Bermejo has cre- collaborated with the guy a couple times. One Hundred Bullets. Yes, and that that's that's a, that's another podcast for me li- later on. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Anyway, but like Azarello, he's a great he's a great writer most of the time. Like because like what when he's when he's on, he can tell us he can tell us over that just gives you just enough information to let you know what's going on right under the surface. Mm. With here, with Joker, he tones down a lot of his ticks to where he, he his like he likes to play with language a lot. But this one, like he. He tones it down enough to like just just seem clever clever enough to appeal to the mainstream. Don't get down. <laughs> in a way, but not not so much that he's that it's it, it becomes insulting in a way. And with this though, it's like I mean, like he, it's obviously setting out to create the archetypal Joker story. Cause, like it starts off with with the get your point of view character Johnny Frost, who's being sent by some, the he's one of the Joker's he's one of the Joker's gang, and he's the the one guy in the gang who wants to actually go and pick up the Joker from Arkham Asylum because mm. you know like. It starts off with the Joker. He's been into Arkham Asylum. Why? Because they said he's not being crazy anymore. But that's because that's how all the Batman stories start. I mean, either he breaks out of Arkham Asylum, or they say, "Oh, wait, you're not crazy anymore. Go ahead, get out of here. Please don't try to kill anyone. Kill too many people before you get sent back in." You're cured. It wasn't your fault. There's a new suit for you. (laughs) Yeah, and as it goes, I mean, like he gets he gets his gang. He recruits Killer Croc to uh, to like terrorize the city. And um, like I'll have a good news before Batman shows up, and and saves the day. Oh, and Johnny Frost dies dies at the end as well. But I'd say that's spoiler. But come on, people! You knew he was going to die as soon as he showed up. <laughs> he had red shirt written all over. Everybody dies around yeah. the Joker. By the way, when I was reading this comic, I couldn't help but get like Heath Ledger's voice. Of yeah, Joker me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, and like sure. and um and uh, and Christian Bills, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on first on first read, I think yeah, it does like it does a good job nailing like Keith Ledger's in particular insanity. Mm-hmm. But this Joker right here, he's not about like like you know just causing chaos for the sake of chaos. <laughs> he's kind of just like he's kind of bipolar. <laughs> I mean, like, he's kind of like like crazy crazy psychopath guy. He's gonna skin a guy, 
skin the guy, toss him out on the stripper stage, and then just slap a twenty dollar bill into his ass one moment. And then another, like he'll in a tender mode, he'll be just be like crying against Har- Harley Quinn's um, chest, and ten- while he's um, before he goes to sleep at night, he has he has more vulnerability than Ledger's. Yes, Ledger's was just he was just well, he was like a mask. See all of Ledger's. Well, True. there might be I mean, a director's but, cut someday with like yeah, fifty more minutes of footage put in. But yeah, why? But I guess the thing with the the, the point, yeah. the lost reel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, but the, the bad thing with Ledger's though is that he was trying to he's creating chaos more yeah, than anything else. He was an agent of chaos, right? Yeah, this one like he's just like he's just like absolutely insane. He's just like doing whatever he wants because the he best does. line of that of that movie. Do I look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I heard Ledger's voice reading that too the whole time. Mm-hmm. It just it's kind of a natural fit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and the thing is with this though, I mean, yeah, you're trying, you're trying to create. The problem is like you're trying to like channel like a specific iteration of the Joker into the page, and. Yeah, it works to a certain extent. I mean, like, I don't think they get it quite all quite all the way there. But one of the problem is like this is just I can't I can't criticize Azrael for doing this because I mean like anyone else who sees who reads this and think hey you know what Dash managed to get the Heath Joker in the comics. We can do this again and again and again, and that's just that's just bad because like God knows that anyone else who who tries doing this in comics is just unless they play like just into what what Heath Ledger did right in the movie. That's just gonna be it. I mean, they just like look at what Azarella did here and just copy that. But they're just like you're talking about a copy of a copy of a copy. Okay. So, so that's your opinion of this overall? Yeah, I liked. I liked. It. I think it's, it's a great. It's a good crime story, and it works mainly because of Azarella's skill as a storyteller. As a Batman story, the more I think about it, the more I think that you could have like swapped out a lot of the characters in here with um, anyone else, and it probably still would have worked just as well. Besides, in my opinion, they already made the ultimate Joker story twenty years ago of Killing Joke. Killing That's Joke true is too. Freaky, superb man. That yes, that was one of the coolest graphic novels I have ever read. Period. Mm-hmm. Seriously, that, that, that was like a dark tour through psychosis, man. That is really wild. Mm-hmm. Shows you what why the like, oh. gives you the Joker origin like in perfect simplicity and in only forty-eight pages. How Barbara became the Oracle, and I mean, it's all there. I mean, all everything. Yeah, I mean, that's Alan Moore Me. for you. Yeah, I mean, right. And then, Alan Moore is brilliant. Yeah, oh, holy cow! Yeah, and he like, hates Alan everything that he's written for he's the, a pain in the ass for the most brilliant. part of these days. Yeah, because so, he, he doesn't own it. So, so just to get an opinion, kind of round, if you don't mind, Jason. Yes. You know, everyone else. But I mean, what did you think of it, Brian? Did you like this? I mean, on first read. Okay. I like I, I, I two things Jason. about it. I like how it took Wake the up, new Batman <laughs> from the film. What? What? And it turned it into a comic. They didn't just revamp peak elements of the movie. Mm-hmm. But original story, original context, where you seriously get the flavor of the Joker, of the new Joker Batman no, dynamics. Right. This, I, I really like that they <coughs> put Harley Quinn in here, because that, you know, I kind of hope she shows up yeah. in the new franchise. For, they for kinda, they character that was created out of the animated series. And yeah. thank God she didn't say anything. <laughs> that, that, was, that was that was just strange. That was a, no, actually, that worked really well because you know they just she was just there, and she was always that little that little you know like Batman and Robin his little monkey wrench. That she was her Joker's little monkey wrench. Yeah. But that one part with her in the in the monkey suit and the girl suit. <laughs> <laughs> this, but this was a good story all by mm-hmm. itself. The the imagery that they used only made it. I hate to say rele- more relevant to what we see now as Batman, 
But, I mean, it did. It worked. For what <laughs> they were trying to do, it worked without going too market crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, John. How about you, Jess? Actually, Wake up, Jess. Yeah, Wake up. You liked it. I loved it. I thought it would have. That would have worked as a sequel, as the next Batman hmm. film. That interesting hmm. point of view. You really think so? I think it would have worked. Considering the sprawling could, canvas of the movie, they could have done it as a they, sequel. They could have done it as a sequel, and it worked great because Batman wasn't in it. He didn't do anything until the very, very end. When he shows up and stops the yeah, Joker, this is a story about the Joker. But no, this no, is, no, yeah, this is all from the Joker's yeah, point of view. You're right. But here's the thing about the Batman's involvement at the end. I mean, basically, in the end, like. He's actually, like, he just comes up and he antagonizes the Joker at the very end. I mean, he just says on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, and he doesn't. Ha- what does he have? Like a line? <laughs> yeah, a line. Yeah, like, a, a line. Couple, he's got a couple lines. You count them on like on on the palm of your hand. So. Well, no, really. Well, what does he say? When does he appear? He, said, he basically says he has a couple lines to um, he has a couple lines to um, Two Face when he summons him through the bat signal, and then yeah. as soon as the Joker shows up, he says, like, "Why do you?" Why do you wear that? Why do you wear that? A mask with the, like, with the um, lower half exposed. And Batman says, "To mock you." Ah, yeah. You know that's right. Um, it's interesting because in the uh, in the Dark Knight, uh, you know, they have a kind of a philosophical discussion near the end of this whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, where, where Joker's hanging upside down. He's pretty much done for. You know. Yeah, I love that. I, that's know, such a great. Well, he's scene. caught. Yeah, yeah, he's caught, caught, you know. Yeah, he's the fly of the trip. <laughs> exactly, you know. It's like, you know... Well, but the funny thing about the Joker is that he, he's trapped, but he's not really defeated. Right, yeah. He's not. I mean, his spirit's not broken. Well, no, well, he, he, he knows not hit the broken. nail on the head, though. He needed it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, they bang, they need know? each other. It just, yeah. It's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I wish I knew how to quit you. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of my biggest problems with this, uh, this comic, is actually, it just... it. Forgets the yin and yang relationship of Batman and it, Joker. It, yeah, it does. It, it kind of does. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of missing the storyline that I like. You no, know, but you know what's, what's, what? What? What's great about this novel is it mm. gives you this little intimate portrait of the Joker. Yeah. You know how you don't know how he got out of Arkham. He's walked out, right? Uh, right, what, right. 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 However, I, he no, no, no. Out. I, and I, I totally respect that. You know that they that decided to, to, to follow that. Point. You know, what if you had a reality show and you follow the Joker around mm-hmm. for a week, see what he does. <laughs> Because well, because it's a classic thing. Joker's gonna get out, and here's the next step. What would right. make it a really good, good, another good movie would be mm-hmm. because you get all these other characters to get introduced. Mm-hmm. You know, like Two Face and the Penguin, Killer Croc. You know, all these other ones that just that show up for and you sequels, get right? For sequels, and you just because in the other movies, remember in in uh, the first one, they said, "Oh, everybody got away." And then they used to hear the first one he has a Joker, which is always at the top of the list. Right. But right. you always had all these other great villains and characters yeah. that yeah. Batman always had to yeah, face. Yeah, that was kind of the, the catalyst. Like, you know, everyone, that they all escaped, they lost the narrows, da 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 da. So yeah. there's a bunch yeah, of exactly. psychos running around. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just one of the psychos, you know. See, and part of this isn't also the Joker getting out and just causing havoc. Mm-hmm. This was, he did actually have a plan. He wanted to, to make everybody pay for divvying up his. I actually, I actually like Nolan's version, though, or his take on the Joker a lot better. Yeah. I like the Joker as like a force of nature with no past or no future. He's just he's, he's like a blizzard going through town. He screws everything up, and just, just for the sake of screwing uh, up, I love that. Right. I like motivationless evil. It's great. I disagree. I totally well, like the Joker that uh, exists because Batman exists. Well, but that, that was Nolan's point. I mean, the Joker, the Joker was chaos to Batman's attempt to reign in order on Gotham. 
Yeah, Batman's, it's more pronounced, more developed than other. Well, other yeah, but themes. Batman's doing this quasi, you know, fascist move to get Gotham under his thumb. The Joker is like the undermining of all of that, okay, and uh, but yeah. with no with no explanation, he just comes on the scene. I love that. That was beautiful. No origin story. They didn't need one. He was just there. Yeah, but the other thing about this book is that I think it's, it's specifically designed to appeal to who, you know, who like Batman, who read the comics, and like it's trying to like appeal directly to them. I mean, would, is this is something you guys would it's recommend. Got it's, it's got its feet in both worlds, or at least it's yes. trying. It tries to. It tries to. Is this something you guys would recommend to people who, who like the Dark Knight? You know, I disagree. Oh, sure. I, I think this is geared for people who like the Joker. Yeah, okay. that's, that's no, I would no, I would take that answer. Sir. That's actually my answer. Okay. Because you're all looking at or what the, you're looking at the Joker from the viewpoint of this guy yeah. that was who had enough guts or enough stupidity to pick up the Joker, <laughs> right, and just stick with him. Even though he knew what he was going to. We end all up. know the price of that. Yeah. He already knew what was going to happen. Right. You know. So even after his, you know, what they did to his wife, remember that. Mm-hmm. So and he was still there. So he knew what was going to happen. He just wanted to go along and see what's going to happen for the ride. Well, what all this was about. He wanted someone that he, you were going to know his name after he was done hanging out with the yeah, Joker. Right. He was like he was like the, the reader's surrogate trying to get to yeah. know the Joker. Because right. really, you can't tell us Joker story from the point of the Joker. Because that right. would destroy his mystique. Right. 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 Well, Killing Joke actually tried a little bit. Uh, they, showed, they had the Joker's past uh, where he was a failed comic yeah. and his, his pregnant girlfriend and all that. Um, and I thought that it was an attempt to humanize him, but not too much. They knew when to rein it back in. Yeah, I mean, um, like you see Joker who was before he became Joker. Right. If you want to get inside his head then, that's and see, good. And that was interesting because Killing Joke, people thought that was a tie-in to the 89 movie. Not at all. Nah. It no. bears no resemblance to the Tim Burton universe at oh, all. Oh, God, no. I mean, it's much darker. It, it's Christopher Nolan 20 years early. <laughs> um, much darker, much more intense. Um, they could not have made that film 20 years ago. Um, with this one, I thought it was good, but... I, to me, no offense to anyone that liked it, it just kind of seemed like riding on coattails a little bit. Um, you know, we'll just do more of what you saw and give you, you know, a nice little crime story wow. to go with it. But, but if it only were, was more than you saw, you know what I mean? It's not. I don't think it would have existed it, without the movie, to be little, honest. No, 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 no I, I certainly wouldn't have. Well, that's what I mean. So it I just come, it falls under tie in for me. Alan Moore's, vi- Alan Moore's vision was separate but equal. This one is just a, a tie in. Separate but equal. It's, well, okay, I didn't mean that. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, 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 separate, it's a separate vision of Batman, but no less valid. Damn Republican. I don't know. <laughs> Be quiet. I didn't burn those damn papers. Yeah. No, but, um, <laughs> but uh, I guess yeah, if, like, as a rule, like most Italians suck. So on one hand, it's like having something as that as good as this, it's like it's well, I, but yeah, it's, it, it's good, but it, it didn't knock my socks out. It's not great, right? It's not. It's nowhere near great. Yeah, it the fact that the time doesn't, it's a Italian that, that doesn't suck ass out. is an improved achievement of itself. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I give it that. I mean, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't suck, but it's just like meh. I, I read it kind of nonplus, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It just it just sort of was a was a nice a nice little myth to me. It, was, it didn't really warrant like the same kind of attention. The Killing Joke to me was the Joker story, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if you want Joker mm-hmm. backstory, forget the first Batman movie. <laughs> uh, forget you know this was the Joker's origin story for for me anyway. Killing Joke was it. Mm-hmm. So, and not just origin story, but the best Joker story as far as... Well, short of Dark Knight. Dark Knight was... 
again, the, the most well, superb vision of Batman well, yeah, ever put to on be screen. Fair, Dark Knight's not really an origin story about the Joker. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not at all. <laughs> so. But it, but as a Batman story or Batman movie, it, oh, it, it's awesome. It's it's like the quintessential it's Batman awesome. movie. Period. Until, mm-hmm. until next year. Until next year. <laughs> <laughs> what does Christopher Nolan have? Well, year after yeah. next, maybe. Johnny yeah. Depp is. Oh, is, is it? I, I thought that they were uh, Johnny Depp planning on releasing <laughs> next year. I don't even want to imagine that. I haven't heard them talking about anything as far as they haven't for next year. Nolan's got other projects lined up. Not that's because Bale was too busy with his two blockbusters this summer. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Public Enemy and um, Enemy and uh, what's that? Wait, is anybody going to go see Public Enemy? I'm planning on it. I'm that planning on seeing it. I want to see it. Um, yeah, because I'd like to see how Johnny Depp pulls that character off. Mm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's easy to, uh, and I hate to segue out of the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's easy to see Never Johnny Depp doing weird. <laughs> but how many times have you seen him do like almost kind of normal? normal? Yeah, <laughs> almost I'm not normal. saying he's gonna do. Yeah, well, no, I mean seriously, he's not like, wearing makeup or well, teeth or funny hair. So he's I mean, mean or being like chased by normal. robots or yeah, yeah, like normal, you know. <laughs> I was normal scum street. and villainy well, I mean, and bullets. Well, no, yeah, every film that you see him in is usually a Tim Burton. Yeah, that's right. right. I mean, it's, he has it's, messed up hair and powdered makeup. Yeah, exactly. I heard they're doing an Alice in Wonderland. He's going to be the. Oh, oh God, he, look, he looks like Kefka from Final Fantasy. Okay, Final Fantasy VI. I'm going to slip a note to Tim Burton. There are other actors besides Johnny yeah. Depp. You, some of the. He sucked in Charlie's Chocolate Factory. He ruined that movie for me. I like I'm sorry. I disagree with you. That was, uh, was a turn. He, t- he sh- showed the exact right bit of Michael Jackson you needed for that's, that kind that of was, stuff. That's all I can think of. Now, Michael Jackson is dead. Uh, that, was, that was a very. Uh, you know what the drawback, drawback to that movie was? It took too long. It was it was it boring. Was way, and it was way drawn, you know, drawn, drawn out. out. It okay, was way right. too all drawn I can out. tell you is that you know what made the perfect Willy Wonka if they stuck close to the book, and you're gonna laugh. Christopher Walken would have been awesome. No, you <laughs> laugh. I know you're gonna <laughs> laugh. Maybe, maybe you laugh because I think about that. And I think it, yeah, yeah that's that's probably that's would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, don't eat the gum. <laughs> 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 no, you guys, don't get near the chocolate. It might kill you. <laughs> Take a shot, everybody. There he goes up the tube. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the funny part is? Is he, he is that he weird. awesome. I'm no, sorry. No, no, he is that weird. That's exactly why yeah. he would have been perfect. He is that weird. Because in the book and, and his eyes, not, <laughs> not you know, just as, as a person. Okay, now I hated the movie. Strange. But watch him in the movie uh, Click. Where he played the remote control set, I know it was it was crap. It was a crap movie. But you watch movie. him in that film, and you think, my God, what a, what a Willy Wonka he would have made. Any movie that has Hasselhoff saying, "Okay, that my mouth tastes like shit," <laughs> is a good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the best scene where he he well, freezes time and beats the crap out of Hasselhoff. That, that was my worth mouth it. Like shit. Well, you know yeah, he, he well, did pretty big in, in Germany. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a star. <laughs> Just to segue it back, did you ever see? Did you ever see um, uh, Johnny Depp as Batman? No, no. Robin. Robin. never ever. Robin. No, uh, yeah, it'll be a forty-six-year-old like Robin. Yeah, but he'll never look forty-six. The youngest Robin ever. When he dies, no. he won't look forty-six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll be preserved on ice in Tim Burton's. Uh, I mean, he just follows up. Yeah, he doesn't need that much plastic surgery. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. You know, I, he'd work better as a Riddler. Johnny Depp to me is kind of entering Mike Myers' territory. Overused. That's a, by the way, that's a good point. I mm-hmm. like what Sebastian, uh, what Jester said. The, the, the other one. <laughs> the other okay, Sebastian. Jess you start calling me the other Sebastian. Is it, is it, I will. Is it just two I will or hurt Sebastian you. Two. Uh, I will hurt you. Jess came first, so I guess I'm just two. <laughs> All right. You're just two. Yes. I'm like the, the, the pale copy of the. the I original. gave up you're, you're the material. Yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> You're the clone. Yeah. <laughs> He's the experiment. Two years long, huh? <laughs> He's like, it's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> Thank God they only made one. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, twins? <laughs> Jesse, Luke, you're my brother, Vincent. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, we're so far off topic. Where are we? <laughs> yeah. The Joker or something. Well, we're talking about Batman. We're talking about that funny okay. book. Sebastian yeah. just whined about uh, Johnny Depp being overused. He's overused. Rogan. Yes, oh, I agree. I every, agree. Every film, Brad Mike Pitt, Myers. Mike Myers. Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Mike Myers. Tom Cruise. Tom oh, yes. Two actors that are very, very selective DiCaprio and Johnny Depp. They, selective, but he still makes every pick, third film. They pick the movies that they want to do, and it's like. DiCaprio, rare. but DiCaprio's making bolder choices as an actor. Now, it really, he is. Revolutionary Road. Um, he was pretty good in Blood it. Diamond. You have to admit. I yeah, that was yeah, actually not bad. Was that not was bad. a very interesting role for him. Yeah. Um, and he does experiment outside the box. He, Johnny Depp, you know, anything with like funny teeth and hair and Tim Burton's <laughs> name on it, he'll do it. And I, I'm getting a little a tired proof. of it. But, yeah, but you know, I kind of <laughs> like it just because he was expected to take Tom Cruise's place. Of course. Tom Cruise never scot, you know, he never he had to give abdicated. it up first. Yeah, <laughs> he had to give it up first. <laughs> He's like, forget that. He decided to go crazy instead. He's going to pay for all those baby It clothes. is. It, it is. I mean, visually and the Ed way Ed Wood he, was awesome. I love Ed Wood, too. Ed Wood is brilliant. Ed Wood is in its category. If he had stopped with Tim Burton movies at that one, he would have been fine. That would have been great. He did two great Tim Burton films, end of story. But no, now he's doing Alice in Wonderland, which I admit is more Tim Burton's territory. Yeah, but I hope that turns out it's, good. It's got the wash, the, the bitter taste of Charlie the Chocolate Factory out of my mouth because that was see, really. I think it's. I don't think it's going to. Two work hours well. of my life I'll never have back. See, see, here's the funny. Thing. I don't want to see Willy Wonka in therapy if, ever if, again. <laughs> just watch, just, just no, watch the first right. one. That was that crap. Was just watch the first one. First one was great. And that was so Batman. That was so Tim Burton's Batman, where everybody's in therapy. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I, I'm a, kind of tongue in cheek. It's like, hey, if he had only cast instead of Michael Keaton, he could have cast Johnny Depp back then. Johnny Depp was like twelve. He was like twenty, twenty-four. No, he was doing Twenty-One Jump Street. Yeah, yeah, he was about twenty-four. He was like twenty-four. He was like really, really young. He was a kid. He already still looks young, but then he looked like really, really young. Like he was in high school. Yeah. Okay, Bowser is dragging this back on on topic to wrap wrap it up. It's like is. Based on what you've read here, is this? Would you consider reading more books by um, Azzarello or Bruno? Yes. yes. Non Joker stories, maybe. Yeah, it was fine. If he yeah. did something, if he did something different in that universe, maybe I'd read it. I'd have, to, I'd have to see. Mm-hmm. I really have to see. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I've never read any of his stuff, so I have no opinion on. Um, uh, if he has a, if he has anything else out there that, oh. that's worthy of reading, I'll, oh, he I'll does. That's going to be the subject of our next podcast. Oh, more books. So yeah. My it depends on the story, but um, yes, I would read more of his. Yeah. Definitely. Well, there you go. Actually, I'm going to read more of his. Well, there's some good opinion. Get through some of the other crap. Yeah. So <laughs> you look at you look at the back of the Joker, and you'll see see the art art artist writer writers. Um, there. Like sure. that one little little part about Batman getting shot in the head. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? With that little montage thing, and they're talking and blah blah, blah and kind of like the the um, this. 
open up the book for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the, the, the lobby music. Oh, Let's wait, go wait. out to the oh, lobby. it's not in this one. No. <laughs> Let's go out to the it's lobby. In the back of the, sorry, wrong. I was thinking of Killer Joke for some reason. Because oh, yeah. it was better. No. <laughs> you're bringing out Alan Moore stuff, and you're saying like, like when you're saying something's like something's like not as good as Alan Moore. It's like I just I mean, you're saying joke. Killer like, Joke is freaking brilliant. Yeah, I'm but sorry. I mean, you compare stuff. Like, just that's the thing. Like, you, if he only did the Killing Joke, I'd be a big fan of his. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, V for Vendetta, not my cup of tea, but oh, I like Watchmen. All of this yeah. stuff. <laughs> Let's not go. All of this stuff is genius, but I guess we'll save it for another podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess before we start talking about like um, more of Johnny Depp stuff, <laughs> time to go ahead and call a night, everyone. Our Depp but don't worry. This is the first on crossover cast, not by a long shot. I'll drag these guys back eventually. It means like my physical force. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> night, everyone. See you later. See ya, everyone.
visit our website, www.nopodcastforoldmen.com, and our email address is npfom at weldedtoast.com. <laughs>